Hello? Oh, this is so exciting. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. To the Harlan Highway. It sucks you in. You make us feel important. You are important. My name is Tina, and I'm going to kill you. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. Oh, hello, 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 cute, cute. Um, oh, I know I did that on another show. It just gets me. I, I did it on stage the other night, man. I've got the cute fever. I went on stage at a comedy club in Hollywood. At the Laugh Factory down on the old Sunset Strip, Saturday night, packed house. I walked on stage. People are cheering and yelling. And to break up the applause, I just started going, cute, cute. (laughs) People started laughing. It's just so ridiculous. It's so cute. Anyways, welcome to the podcast pod. It's just nice to say podcast pod just p-o-d kind of pops out of the mouth pod what are you doing man podcasting oh podcasting is that like fishing no it's like podcasting um what do you say we just uh Shut my greasy mouth and jump right into a bit. Right out of the gate. You ready? They're at the gate. They're ready to go. Here comes the bit. The bit's at the gate. The gate. There, there's the bell. There goes the bit. There goes the bit. It's the bit. There goes the bit. Well, it is that time of year, people, and I'm not talking about Christmas. It's that time of year when all the high schools and the campuses all over the country throw the old spelling bee around. Uh, you've seen these kids on the shows. Uh, they're up there with their glasses and their little shorts and their little skirts, and they're spelling complicated, complex words. Stuff you and I not only do not know how to spell it, we don't even know what it means. In fact, we've never even heard of it, and sometimes I question if they're even real words. But, that being said, we decided to bring one of these uh, spelling whiz kids in here. Uh, Our producer set it up, so uh, let's send them in. Who do we got here? Send the uh, spelling bee kid in. Hi, I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon! Oh, come on, man. What are you doing here? I came to spell. Oh, no, you don't. Who got this idiot? I'm Cinnamon Boy, not an idiot. Idiots don't love cinnamon, and I love cinnamon. Look, kid, we wanted a real kid that came in to spell. I can spell anything you ask. Oh, really? Yeah, why don't you try me, jackass? Hey, watch your mouth, kid. Ah, you're a jackass. Look, kid, why don't you just give me a word to spell? Okay, okay, fine. Um, how about, uh, superconductivity? That's an easy one. Okay, let's hear you spell it. Okay, fine. C-I-N-N-A-M-O-N. Cinnamon! I I didn't say that, kid. 
Yes, you did. Cinnamon, because I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon. Knock it off, kid. Now, you going to do this for real or not? I sure am. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. All right. Let's try another word. Insufficient. Try that one, kid. Insufficient. That's easy. Yeah, well, let's see you do it. Fine. Insufficient. Can you give it to me in a sentence? Yeah, I'll give it to you in a sentence. Your vocabulary is insufficient. I don't understand. Shut up and spell. Insufficient. C-I-N-N-A-M-O-N. Cinnamon. I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon. Knock it off, kid. Just cut it out. I do love cinnamon. Shut up. Either you do it or you don't do it. I'm giving you one last chance. Okay, settle down, red face. Knock it off. Well, your face is red. Shut up. If it got any redder, it would look like cinnamon. Shut up, kid. It's your last chance. Here's your word. Circumnavigate. Circumnavigate. Okay, and don't spell cinnamon. Okay. Circumnavigate. N O M A N N I C. Circumnavigate. What the hell was that? What N what O M A? Yeah. It's cinnamon spelled backwards. Because I'm Cinnamon Boy. And I love cinnamon any which way but loose. Get him out of here. Out. O-U-T out, dumbass. Unbelievable. Give me a real kid. Cinnamon Boy. C-I-N-N-I-M. Get him out of here. Wow, are you kidding me? Cinnamon Boy? Holy God. Can that get any more annoying? Huh? What uh, what grade are you in to be listening to this podcast? Cinnamon Boy. I'm Cinnamon Boy! Shut up! Holy jumping. Jumping Jiminy. I'd like to drown that kid. Speaking of drowning, um, are any of you bad swimmers, good swimmers? Do you swim at all in the warm weather, indoors in the cold weather? Do you like it? Um, I have a question, and this is like kind of a scientific mystery to me, but it's also like a disturbing social question. All right, so you ever go swimming in your friend's pool or even in the lake or the river or the ocean, but mostly in your friend's pool and... Someone pulls out the old goggles and flippers, right? You're like, doop-dee-doo, this is fun. La-la-la, nice, clean fun. Um, hold on, poncho. Nice, clean fun? Yeah, until somebody yells, Hey, man, my goggles keep fogging up, man. How do you stop the goggles from fogging up? And somebody yells, Oh, yeah, you just uh, hawk up a loogie and hork into them. Okay. (laughs) 
Yeah, just swish it around. Oh, yeah, this should work. And somehow it does work. Your your goggles don't fog up because you friggin' horked in them. You spewed your SARS virus all over them, and now you're looking through your polluted enzymes through your eyes. Now you can see underwater sea creatures and floating hair and skin flakes and dead hornets and spiders in that swimming pool. You get to see fat people's cellulite wiggling around in slow motion on their pale, white, pasty legs. And worse than all that, you just horked all over your eyepiece. Your eyewear is covered with your greasy spew. Okay, weird enough, right? Like, you don't get that anywhere else in life, do you? Hey, uh, doctor, I've got these zits on my face. I wonder, is there any way you could help me clear them up? Sure, stand still. Oh, is that how it works? Well, let's hope so, because I just spit all over your bumpy, greasy face. Oh, actually, it feels kind of mm, starting to feel smoother. That's right. Yeah, pretty bizarre, man. Okay, so that's the gross part, but then the scientific part is how the hell does it work? It actually works. Is there some genius out there listening to the Harland Highway podcast who can explain to me how spitting in your goggles prevents them from fogging up? Now, my educated guess is it creates some kind of film you know, some kind of little layer of film, like the kind of the way fish have like an invisible film on their skin that protects them from bacteria and changes in water temperature and stuff. But I don't know. I'm just guessing. But is there some genius out there, some horkmeister that can call my uh, my my email, my uh, not my email, my voicemail? Damn it. Yeah, call my email, see if I answer. I can't figure it out. I've been calling his email for 14 years, and he never picks up. Have you tried his voicemail? Now there's an idea. Call my voicemail at 323-215-1486. 323-215-1486. If you can tell me how it works, and I don't want someone jumping online. Okay, don't don't jump online, don't Google it, don't Yahoo it. I don't want someone reading a, a little blurb they got off Wikipedia. Uh-uh, no way. And don't pretend you know it and you're reading it and you're kind of like paraphrasing and, you know, stealing, uh, you're embellishing lines from the dictionaries. No, I want a real person who works in the field of spitting and I'm not, this doesn't include porn stars, people in the sciences who know about the properties of saliva, human saliva, <laughs> that it keeps glass clean underwater. There. Fascinating. Okay, so call me and let me know a real answer, 323-215-1486. And I want to hear your credentials, too. 
Because if some truck driver from Arizona calls in on his CB radio and he's like, yeah, breaker nine, or, or if you break down the enzymes in the human saliva, apparently they cause a filament that can make it clear and you got the X Factor 5, 5Y7529, how, how, how. Yeah, nice try there, Bubba. I want to hear credentials so I know that whoever's giving me this info is the real deal, okay? That's your homework, Brainiacs. Now go get a Kleenex, blow your nose. We'll be right back here on the Harland Highway. (laughs) Right in the eye, man. United States of America, the only place in the world where you can go to Walmart, slip on some puke, and sue. Probably make a bundle. Yeah, that's the story in the news. Some chick was over at Walmart... Somebody threw up somewhere. Surprise, surprise. Someone stepped in the vomit and threw up. Gee, we're so sorry that uh, somebody had a natural human function occur. Someone obviously got sick, couldn't hold it in, threw up in the aisle. Maybe there's no puke alert built into the floor, so maybe the staff, the conscientious staff at Walmart, wasn't aware that somebody puked just yet. So, in that gap between where the puke hit the floor and someone was notified to go and clean it up, some dumbass who obviously has no sense of smell or didn't see the big giant green, orange, purple, and blue blob in the aisle right in front of her, strolls right through it and wipes out. But it's not her fault she didn't see and smell the puke. Oh, no. Walmart's. Walmart's the one. They're the culprits. How dare they not be aware of the puke? How dare they not... How dare they not be laying on the ground having a guy with a puke catcher so it couldn't even hit the floor? I'm gonna sue their asses. They are liable. Somebody had an accident, I walked through it, I fell down. You're gonna pay, Walmart. Yeah, welcome to America, man. You can't do anything without someone trying to squeeze you, right? They should change the name of this uh, country to Orange. Because someone's always trying to squeeze you, right? Come on, people, think about it. How would you feel if you were throwing a barbecue and a bunch of people came over to your house and maybe someone spilled a little water or some milk or some ketchup and one of your friends or someone who was an acquaintance or just an invited guest slipped and fell on your kitchen floor? You'd go, oh my God, what a horrible accident. Are you okay? Okay, here, have a hot dog. But then what if that friend turned around and said, I'm going to sue your ass. What's that honey mustard barbecue sauce doing on the floor? You could have killed me. This is a French's mustard lawsuit, sucker. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to sue until you're the one getting sued, right? Why don't you think about that, people? How about this? Go out and get a real job like the rest of the world. Quit looking for someone to blame and hit for the easy buck. Where's your pride? It's probably over there in aisle seven. The puke. Because all you lawsuit happy freaks are making me sick. Here. On the... 
on the Harlan on the Harlan Highway. Oh yeah, there is nothing worse than getting sick. Not right. Don't you just hate it? Especially those ones that just surprise you. Like, you know the ones where you've been out, you had dinner with some friends, you're at a pretty nice restaurant, you had a couple of glasses of wine, there was humor, and you were engaged in a good conversation, and you just go home feeling good with a nice meal in your stomach. I won't get into what it was, but you'll know soon enough. And you go to bed feeling good about life, you fall off to sleep into la-la land, Maybe it's around midnight, 12.30, and at about 4 in the morning, around 3.45, <laughs> suddenly your eyes kind of flutter open, and you look around the room, and you go, hmm, it's still dark. Why am I waking up? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> your stomach growls, and you're like, <laughs> and you feel a cramp, and you're like, Ugh. and all of a sudden, your forehead just starts sweating. And your head's spinning, and you're like, what the hell LLLL is going on? You make your way to the bathroom, and on the way from your bed to the bathroom, it's almost like death reached out of your closet and stuck his hand inside your rib cage and started tossing your innards around. And you're literally so sick by the time you take about eight steps. And this has happened to me. Night, you get ready for a nice visual, people, but I'm sure it's happened to you. So you get to the bathroom, and if you're like me, you probably have a cold tile floor, some kind of ceramic floor, and your body is burning up. You're sweating like you just did, you know, an hour and a half on a treadmill, and all you did was take eight steps. But back of your mind, you're like, this is a pretty awesome workout, man. I mean, this is like, uh, you know. But you, you get to the bathroom and you just, you need cold. And there's that cold tile floor and you just rip your clothes off. And you almost dive into it like you're diving into a pool. You just can't get your naked chest and legs and groin and the side of your face on that cold bathroom floor fast enough. Oh, it feels so good. Now, normally, we don't like to sit on cold. You ever sit on a leather chair that's cold? Even in the summer, you're kind of like, ooh, it's kind of like walking into a cold pool or a lake. You just kind of... It's very, uh, you know, you're very timid and tepid and you just don't want to do it. But man, when you're burning up with the fever, when you got that fever, you just burning up with that fever. The sweat pouring down your eyes and your heart beating. And your head is spinning around and around. And God mercy sakes alive, you got the fever. <laughs> and you just dive onto that cold bathroom floor and then you just lay there. And the cold is like, it's like eating a delicious candy. It just cascades all over your body and attacks all your... 
your pores and your sensory organs and whatever the hell, whiskers if you got them. I don't know what you got. But that cold, your body just sucks it in like a cold lemonade on a hot day, man. And just for a minute, you feel alive. You feel soothed. And just in that minute, before you race for the porcelain throne and throw your guts up. And then you throw your guts up and you dive right back onto that cold thing, man. And you don't want to move. You're like, you're like a car that's been hit. You're like a... a a pedestrian that's been hit by a car. <laughs> Nobody's helping you. You just got knocked to the ground. You're laying on your belly. Your limbs all twisted. You can't even move. You're just like, uh, uh, <laughs> and you don't want to get up. Isn't it beautiful? Who knew a dirty, smelly, old, cold bathroom floor could be salvation? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Ooh, that's one of my old socks in my face. Ooh. Hallelujah. Um, but I hope you're well. I hope you're not feeling sickly. I hope you're being healthy and taking care of yourself and eating spinach. Oh, me spinach. <laughs> and uh, what else? Lots of proteins and vitamin C's. I'll tell you what I got going for me, man. i tell you what I got going for me, which is really sweet, okay? I have a great big orange tree growing just outside my kitchen. Okay, that's one of the pluses of living in sunny old California, man. I have a big, juicy orange tree, and this thing seems to be bearing fruit all year. I can't think of a time of year where it doesn't have delicious oranges hanging off of it, right? And they are good, man, and I know there's no chemicals. I know there's it's all organic because it's in my backyard. I don't even use fertilizer on my grass. It's just sprinkler water and the elements and every day I either pick an orange or if all the ones down below are gone, I climb up on my roof with the ladder and I go on my roof and go orange picking. Mm-mm. And I don't even eat the oranges. This is what I do. I bring them in the house. I cut them into quarters, right? So I have the four quarters and I just stick a quarter in my mouth. You know how so when you smile, it looks like you got orange teeth. The, the orange skin is in your mouth. Kids used to do that. They'd, they'd put the orange quarter in their mouth and then cover it with their lips and then smile. And their parents think they had like uh, jaundice or uh, <laughs> or um, hepatitis 9 or something. Jaundice, isn't that? What the hell is jaundice? I don't even know why I said jaundice. I, I'm not even 100% sure what it is. Isn't that something in the eye? <laughs> I got an orange in my eye. I mean, I don't know. It's something. I'm drawing a blank on the jaundice. Isn't he a director in Hollywood? Jaundice Landon or somebody? But anyways, back to my point. I just suck the juice out of these orange wedges. I don't even eat the pulp. I'm not a big pulp guy. So I just bite down and squeeze the juice. And yeah, I even have a juicer in the house. I don't use it. 
there's something weird. There, there's a difference between just biting the juice out of an orange and grinding it out with a juicer. I have to say, just biting it right out of the raw orange actually tastes better. I don't know. When you, when you just collect all the juice from a juicer, it's harder to drink a big straight glass of nine different oranges. But when you just eat one orange, you bite into those quarters. It's delicious, man. You can feel that vitamin C coursing through your body, attacking all the bad things. Oh. And then I don't know if this is going to make you mad or happy, but then beside my orange tree, God love me, I planted a pomegranate tree. How many of you can say you have a pomegranate tree? Hello. Hello, I have a pomegranate tree. Yeah, that's my bragging right in life. I I could have a, you know, I could have a, a Ferrari or a supermodel wife or a mansion on the hill. Never mention it. But hello, I have a pomegranate tree, peasant. Hello. I don't know why that's my big thing, but it's really not. I just planted a pomegranate tree, and it is great, man. Those pomegranate comes out. Just chow down on those little kernels, whatever they are. I don't even know what a pomegranate is or where it came from. They're bizarre. But they are good, man. Just don't go greeting people after you've eaten one because, you know, they they stain the hell out of your fingers. Your fingers are all red. It literally looks like you've been, like, performing an autopsy, right? You go meet up with a friend or the mailman. Hey, Mr. Williams, we got a package for you here. All right, I'm coming right down. Here, just hand it to me. Uh, okay, Mr. Williams, take it easy. Uh, uh, oh, no, this isn't blood. Oh, my, my hands aren't red. I wasn't. Uh, how's your wife, Mr. Williams? Uh, I don't have a wife. Oh, uh, uh, you know, it really does look, look kind of disgusting, but man, is it good. And then I'm going to keep going here. What the hell? I have like five tangerine trees that I planted. And those aren't right beside the house. They're a little further down the hill. But, oh, my God, are they good. Tangerines are great because they're like mini oranges, but they're sweeter. And somehow they decided they're going to make it easy for you to peel them. Whereas oranges can have an attitude, man. It's like, hey, man, you ain't peeling me, man. Man, you you ain't, you got to be peeling someone else, man. But there ain't no way you're peeling me. You wants to be doing some peeling. You go get yourself a tangerine player. Yeah, I don't know why I went urban there with with the citrus, but what the hell? I don't know why I do anything in life. I don't know why I've been talking to you about my fruit trees for the last five minutes. You must be like going insane. Either you're having a craving for like a, a fancy citrus pina colada or something, or you're like, I'm turning this podcast off. This guy's mental talking about his fruits harvesting his fruits and the hell. All right, I'm going to move on. There are people out there that are not amused or interested in my farming abilities. But just remember one thing before I end this little conversation. I've got a pomegranate tree player. 
what you got? I got me a pomegranate. <laughs> I brought it back here on the Harland Highway. Yo, Harlan, Denver wants more Cinnamon Boy. Give me more Cinnamon Boy. Hi, I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon. Give me more Cinnamon Boy. I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon. Give me more Cinnamon Boy. I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon. Give me more Cinnamon Boy. Uh, Screw you, cinnamon ass. Yeah, Harlan, this is your mom. Tonight when you get home, you will clean the basement, or you will not leave the house tomorrow. Is that understood, Harlan? My name is Muerte. No, your name is Creepy. Muerte is Spanish for mom, by the way. Let's see who else we got calling into the old Harland Highway hotline here. Hello! Dude, you're the funniest guy I've seen in a long time. You were hilarious at the comedy works, and you're even funnier on the radio. Keep up the good work, buddy. Bye. Oh, man, I love positive feedback. It's such a fine, sophisticated crowd that that listens to my show, the educated, the in-the-know, the hip, the smart. Is this Harland Highway? Which way? What is the speed limit? And, you know, bipolar people can enjoy my show, too. The, the main thing is, is that you listen to the show and you love the show, right? You are a dumbass. You are the most unfunny moron I've ever heard. What are you, like, six years old? You have to be, like, five years old to enjoy your... You're an idiot. Get off the radio. <laughs> wow, man. I mean... It makes me wonder if a guy's that angry, why he would take the time out of his busy day to call me and spew his anger at me. Like, if I don't like a a dish, like if I'm eating some food and I don't like it, I don't take another bite. I don't spend time on it. If I go on a horrible date, I don't call the girl back. I don't waste time. So if this guy hates the show so much, why is he picking up the phone and wasting time to let me know? I think he secretly likes me. Right, sir? You are a dumbass. N- now, you didn't mean that. You're an idiot. Hey, I'm no idiot. I went to school, okay, buddy? I am very well-versed, uh, articulate, very well-educated, uh, insightful, and... What are you, like, six years old? Okay, wait a minute here, sir. I just realized something, that by insulting me, you are insulting my highly intelligent listeners. Sophisticated and intelligent and evolved. I mean, you're insulting listeners like this. I'm Marcy the Manatee. Blah, blah, be my mail order bride, Harlan. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Harlan. Uh, 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 what... Okay, what did you say I was, sir? You're an idiot. No, didn't didn't you say I was something else? You are a dumbass. Uh, any suggestions that might help me correct the problem, sir? Get off the radio. Uh, anything else? Give me more Cinnamon Boy! (laughs) Good suggestion, sir. Hi, I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon! Get off the radio. My name is Muerte. 